This week on the BAMFCAST, they were gonna get philosophical with Gary Busey's daughter until the Speakman made it allegory. One star, we're in. All right, over to the BAMFCAST. Hey, BAMFCAST. Hey, Episode 210. Wow. God, that's Damn right. Numbers. Yep. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BK. And I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every wonderful episode of the BAMFCAST is we go ahead and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. And we come in here and talk about it for the first time. Good bad movies. Enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks and robot jocks. Robot jocks. Robot jocks. And the bad bad movies. Listen, stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags as in douchebags after Twilight. Twilight. Shitty. So um, here we are. It's our uh, final week before we enter Blaxploitation History Month. Yeah. So it was time for a complete wild card movie. Went looking through the DVR, actually, and saw I had recorded a copy of Plato's Run from 1997, starring the man, the myth, the legend, Gary Busey. Uh-huh. And um, another man, myth, legend. Roy Scheider. And no. Jeff Speakman. Jeff Speakman. Yeah, there you go. The Speakman. Yeah. So let's get a plot summary out of the way, because that's what we do. Talk more about it. When a vicious arms dealer abducts his daughter, an ex-Navy SEAL rounds up a cadre of skilled mercenaries to find and rescue her. A cadre, a cadre. of three. Yes. <laughs> One of which was with him three. the entire time. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not important. Not right now, no. 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 It's important as Busey's back. Yeah. yeah. Welcome back, Busey. Welcome back. Where you been? Welcome back. They could have made a sitcom about that. Hmm. So, yeah, movie opens, and it's Busey and Stephen Bauer and Jeff Speakman hanging Jack out in the Bauer. bar. <laughs> no. Well, no. actually, it opens with hmm? the dude's breaking out of prison. Oh, yeah, sorry, right. That's over the credits. My bad, my bad. <laughs> Forg- I forgot about that. That's not it, important. Well, yeah, because it just throws us in, and we're like, I thought Busey was in this. Yeah. His Your, name was on the screen. The TTB is getting too high now. Mm. Yeah, time to Busey. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for pointing that out, Chuck. Welcome. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. It's but yeah, it's, guys breaking out of a prison, and we learn of this movie's fetish for mines. It loves the mines. It, it does love landmines. Yeah. Yes, because in breaking out of a apparently, as we learn later, a Cuban prison, mm-hmm. they have to dig through. They go under well, the world's yeah. flimsiest yeah, fence. First, they just have <laughs> yeah. to lift up the chain link fence, which, which is it's like see. a curtain. It's just it's just <laughs> it's like not even. You just pick it up and go right under it. Yeah. And then, I, I guess they were relying on the minefield that people yeah. were like, they're not going to go underneath yeah. this fence. Why Fences would they? Show. Mm-hmm. They know there's mines. But yeah, there. they make their way across a minefield. Mm-hmm. And then some other dude goes, oh, hey, hey, hey guys, you're breaking out. <laughs> I would sweet, break out too. Sweet, let me break out. <laughs> I don't want to stay here. But they're crawling on all fours, poking at the ground in front of them with a stick. Searching for mines. Yeah. Yep. But and this other guy's just like, you, can't, you, have to poke, with you. you have to poke in the ground because you can't hear them. Right. Yeah. Well, it's mimes. You can you can hear mines. Oh, that's movie got a <laughs> totally lot different. less yeah. scary now. Yeah. yeah. Uh. So, but yeah, they're they're very slowly poking at it, and this one other guy comes to join them, and they're just kind of like, "No, not you. We're escaping. You go later. <laughs> yeah. Get out you of here. Stay in prison forever. Mm, stay ha-ha. here, Billy. But yeah, they they make it in the second fence. They've passed all the mines, and they're cl- they're just about to climb out up from underneath the fence. And of course, you know, tag along the third wheel here steps on a mine. Yeah. And of course, the guard that was paying no attention to the fence line is like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, shoot. exploding dude. Yeah, that's a that's a warning sign. 
I that think, means something's going on. Yeah. I this guy do got my out job. of it really easily too, because instead of you know losing a leg or getting ripped in half or something, he just kind of gets that cartoon smoked up yeah. thing and flies mm-hmm. away a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a little smoke cloud in front of him, and then yeah. he goes flying behind it. Like, I was oh, hoping no. for a scene where he'd be bouncing around from mind to mind, <laughs> getting blood. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> kind of like in a fighting game when a guy's getting juggled. Just mm-hmm. watch the guy boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom. Oh, the Freddy versus Jason pinball thing. Yes, exactly. Ping, ping, ping. Yeah. Okay. God. Yeah. References. So, yes, yeah, so the other two are like, shit, we're getting shot at now, run. So they're running through the jungle, and apparently someone has uh, put a cache of things for them to get to because it's hiding behind a statue. It's a Virgin Mary statue. I like that they have to stop and, you know. Do the thing. Yeah. <laughs> do the stations. Genuflect. But, um, hmm? Genuflect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, so, like, they, they stop. They get, like, a radio and stuff, and they're calling somebody. Yeah. And, uh. Like one of the guys, like they're running through the jungle, and I guess he's just like, "Ow, I tripped and sprained my ankle." And the other guy's like, "All right, later." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the guy Literally probably in Spanish does the whole "Go on without me," yeah. mm-hmm. and the other dude's like, "All right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bye. sounds good." Yeah. Because yeah, none of the Spanish is subtitled in the beginning. No. no. So you don't really know what's going on anyway. Not important unless you speak Spanish. Well, yes, yes then you would know you if would they're speaking know. legitimate Spanish. But but if you spoke Spanish and not English, you'd be lost for ninety five percent. Yeah. Yeah. So. Pick your poison. Yeah. <laughs> Pick the language and stick with it. Now, if you're bilingual, you're gold. Yep. All right. The this movie is like the best movie you've ever <laughs> yeah. seen. Because we probably missed, you know, stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there was quite good a lot going on we didn't early get. on. Now, the guards are searching the jungle, and like one lady guard comes along to the guy that sprained his ankle, and he just kind of looks at her with his sad puppy dog eyes, and he's just like, for whatever reason, she's like, I don't find, I didn't see anything. Yeah. Move along. And it's like, wait, that works? Yeah. On, why, on lady why, guards, yeah. Why does that work? Ladies. Oh, okay. They got feelings and stuff. <laughs> All right. According to this movie. Yeah. Yes. You yeah. like look at him and go, hmm. That, go, that plot right. never comes back up because like the guy that is left behind is not captured, I guess, that we know of. No. The, the dude who gets free eventually says he heard the shot and is like, no, All right. Well, whatever. he's making up shit along the know. whole movie. Mm, I know, but. Not important. Yeah. What I'm saying is like they, they left this plot line dangling here and yes. didn't mean anything. Mm-mm. But yes, the other guy gets away, and this is when it cuts to the three guys hanging out in a bar, mm-hmm. just having a good time. I don't know what they're celebrating, why they're... It's the Thunder Alley bar. They're just dudes drinking, Oh, I man. think I think one guy, I think the, the Bauer guy is about to go do another job, and they're like, they're having a going away party. No, they're having a go away party for Speakman. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. They're like, Speakman's going away. He's okay. going to Kuwait to... He's to, going back to the shit. Yeah, to, to keep defragging mines or whatever the hell <laughs> yeah. they do with them. Minesweeper. Yeah. He's playing Minesweeper. That's what they De- all do. Defragging mines. <laughs> <laughs> you're, get, you're getting your windows things yeah. confused. Sorry, Chuck. I don't know. <laughs> no, they have to click and then, yeah, click, right. and then click. They have to check yeah. disk the slash flag R. will tell you how many are nearby. And then all the right. cards just go yeah. flying around the okay. screen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's solitary. No, that's oh. spider. That's, that's spider mines. Ah. Yes. Mm. Okay, so... <laughs> Speakman is going away. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> so they're having a going away party for him. And Stephen Bauer's like, there's a girl. I'm going to go dance with her. Yeah. Every lady that's in this movie is like, lady. Yeah. 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 So he goes and dances with her. And like, dude out of nowhere is just like, hey. Well, there's the angry <laughs> boyfriend scene in movies like this. But this guy like doesn't say a word. He no. just comes at him like yeah. mid punch. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> mm-hmm. just like tap, tap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, mini Donnybrook starts to happen. Uh, Busey 
does some very odd maneuvers in this. He, oh, man. He charges one guy into the corner, like throws him up against the jukebox. And we get POV cam. Yeah. From, like, first it's the dude who's getting attacked, and you get crazy Busey face. <laughs> yeah, it's right coming for you, Butthorn. full yeah. screen, just Busey face. Just, but then, and then, like, after he does that, he turns around and the orangutan walks away. Yes, he does. Like, hands over the head, like... <laughs> yeah, like he's Clyde in, in any which way but loose or whatever. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. You see? Uh, yeah. But they all, like... And it, then Speakman just... Another dude comes in and Speakman's like, oh, I guess it's my turn to yeah. beat somebody's ass. Roundhouse yeah. kick to the face. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's exactly what he does. Yeah. And then they just... And like, then they're just hanging out outside like, all right, man. Yeah, good luck cool. in the shit. Yeah. It's cool. We'll see you. Good times in Thunder Alley. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Speakman, like, fucks off. Speakman walks, well, well, like... Well, he, he ends up, like, some present for his daughter, and he's like, right, whatever's yeah. left of it, it's crushed. So <laughs> yeah, here. exactly. Give it to her. And then he walks away, I don't know, five paces, and that's when, like, six guys with guns surround Busey and Stephen Bauer. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, come with us. Someone wants to talk to you. And Bauer's like, oh, man, I didn't even know that girl. And Busey's like, shut up. <laughs> We're going with them. Yeah. <laughs> And they go with them, and they go to a thing where some guys are playing dominoes, and they sit down, and they got guns on them, and they say, "Lady comes in, mm-hmm. Marta. Marta, 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 hermano." Is that her name? <laughs> no, Marta, brother. <laughs> just let it go. <laughs> You're just making up words. No, you? no, you didn't make it that far to Arrested Development. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so she apparently had a thing with Busey a while back, and now she. Sometimes gives him jobs because he's mm-hmm. for hire yeah. and jobs, huh? Mm-hmm, jobs gives him a little bit of the old jobbing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the old, old the jobbing, old, the old wrestling job, <laughs> uh, some sort of job. Oh. Yeah, the one where you make money. <laughs> <laughs> where you, you do a task for somebody and then <laughs> they give you money in exchange for those. Oh, <laughs> so, oh, so yeah, she gives yeah. him work. Oh, yeah, oh, yes. Okay. Work isn't as fun a work as his job. She offers work. She gives him a Steve Jobs. Offers an old job. (laughs) She gives him the old Steve Jobs. Right. And then... (laughs) An old jobby dude. She offers him a job that that they need to basically go and... Well, she doesn't even really tell him. She's like, I have a job. You're the only one that can do it. We'll give you $50,000. And then, you know, another $50,000 when you deliver. Mm -hmm. He's like, great. What is it? And I, don't they have another scene where she actually explains the job? Because like right now he's just like, no, she explains it right there. She's like, "There's two dudes on a beach in Cuba. Go get them." And he's like, ha, 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 "No, yeah, that's crazy." And then kind of is, yeah. And then he's like, "Well, okay, fine. Who am I working for?" And it's like, "You're working for this guy." He's like, "Hell no." <laughs> yeah, I don't work for scum. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't like that guy. No. And then she's like, "Yeah, you're doing it." Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, no, she says. The other guy is uh, trying to convince him to take it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Stephen Bauer's like, oh. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah this is easy. Walk in the park. Yeah. Look. Yeah. We did worse than this. Oh, that's right. And then he's, he's, like, done, he's like, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Because then and he goes, goes home. Yeah, and she goes, you disappoint me. Yeah. Again. Again. Yeah, because there's some weird <laughs> sexual things going on between them. Past relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's garbage. And uh, so he goes home to his, I'm going to make air quotes with my fingers now, 16-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Who uh, doesn't like him. Of course not. Because he's a bad father. And she calls him by his first name. Because right. Because that's what you do when you don't like your father. Yeah. You disrespect him by calling him his yeah. Christian name. <laughs> You're not my real dad, Plato. Yeah. Even though you actually are you my are real dad, real dad. Plato. But Man. the house is being foreclosed on. But yeah, you've, you've said, quote unquote, 16 year old because this actress is probably about 30. At least. Yeah. Give or take. 
Yeah. Ish. No no birth date listed on the IMDb. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty so sure she, it was introducing and also departing yeah. this yeah. actress. Yeah. Poor lady. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's pissed off about a number of things and also that they have to be out of their house in two weeks because foreclosure. Mm. And so. So like, yeah. Well, all right. So drinking at the bar just isn't paying well. No. And she's pissed off about that too. Like apparently he's not oh. supposed to be out drinking. Because like there's a bit Carousing. with a cop. There's like there's a wacky cop who like chases Plato all over town, and there's some yeah. drawbridge shenanigans and it, nonsense. But yeah, I think they're trying to play with the fact that like Plato's a ladies' man, and it's like really yeah, no, like, he just got drunk in a bar. And- no, I'm just saying because like the 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 I don't know, it's not a drawbridge, it's whatever it is, it's a it's a spinning bridge. Yeah, it's yeah. What do you have to call those? It's, it's still know. a drawbridge, I guess. Sure. But mm, whatever they there's call. There's a word for it. I yeah. Don't know. Anyway, but yeah, she's just like wink, wink. Thanks, Plato. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't he is a well liked man about town. Yes, sure. everyone likes Plato. Yeah, but the cop for follows the him, follows him back to the house and mm-hmm. is like, "I caught you doing." Meanwhile, hi, sixteen year old daughter. Yeah, well, but meanwhile, doing... Busey and yeah. his buddy are doing yoga and making yoga faces <laughs> and doing like the you know the sweeping. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if it's yoga or tai chi or whatever, Could but be both. yeah. They're doing it like, and the cop is weaving his way between them, going under arms, and Busey's well, trying to ignore him the entire time. But Busey's sort of also threatening him with yoga. He's like tai chi. coming at him with various moves. But Come at me, yo! Yeah, <laughs> tag team and jokes, you and me. <laughs> yeah, but daughter comes out and is like, "Oh, hey, officer, whatever. Yeah. Are you driving by my school?" My yeah. night school that I've been going to for the last 12 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So they, I don't know, they drive off, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he takes the job. Yeah. The, it, it's never really decided. Other than sh- the daughter tells him he's a loser. Mm-hmm. She thought he was a hero, but he's actually just a loser. Total loser. And then from this point, he's loading up the boat and his buddy's like, all right, 50 grand, here we come. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Let's it's go. Like, did we miss the transition here or something? But I guess it was just daughter calls him a loser yeah. and they're getting like, well, foreclosed yeah. on or kicked out evicted yeah. or whatever gotta get that money mm-hmm. get that cheddar <laughs> so marta shows up with the cheddar <laughs> and herself yeah <laughs> and she's like i'm coming too and he's like nah the hell you are and she's <laughs> like no i'm the insurance and he's like all right all right <laughs> like no convincing whatsoever no mm-hmm. then a limo pulls up mm-hmm. and she's like oh this is the this is the backer here i you know i gotta go talk to him and yeah it's roy scheider in the car yeah. She gets in the car. They have a little moment. And he's, Something. Just, he's like menacing, like, you're mine. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> the like, usual. Yeah. yeah. Just the bad guy nonsense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just basically to go like, hey, Roy Scheider's in this movie. Yeah. And so they get on the boat and drive. Yes. Off or <laughs> Whatever <laughs> well, you do on a boat. <laughs> sail They off. do it. Yeah. <laughs> Shovel they off. motor or, away. Yes. They motor away. They putter they off. They motorboat. Away. No. Now, now she could have used some motorboating. Oh, Chuck. <laughs> Chuck. That's sexist. What? Jeez, Chuck. I, she, on the boat, <laughs> was driving Chuck. it. Motorboating. Uh, she needed to get to Cuba. Yeah. So she, she had to motorboat her yeah. way to Cuba. Right. right. Jesus, right. you guys. So, yeah. Yeah. wait, before we skip ahead. We she also should, had a heaving bosom. <laughs> oh, right. You're exactly, I forgot about that. Uh, <laughs> we should mention the transition of Busey's outfits here because... While he's getting ready to leave on the boat, he has a giant sleeve cut off denim shirt on that looks like a tent. And then when they cut to them on the boat at night, he's wearing a black tank top that is much too small for him to be wearing. 
And so Stephen Bauer, they're wearing matching. Well, they're wearing mm-hmm. matching. We're invading Cuba outfits, but Busey is just spilling out of this tank top. It's oh. it, Busey is not in the best shape of his life in this movie. I'll just say that. No. So picture that, if you will. And then he's going to run a lot later. <laughs> What's well, in the title? Yeah, it is in the title. Tractually obligated. Yeah, but they they show up at Cuba. It's not in Cuba. It's night. And they have a whole plan of like we radio it into these people. There's a code and go over here. They're waiting by this lighthouse mm-hmm. and they're going to flash their light. Go pick them up. Yeah. Now, whatever amount of time has passed since they've broken out, I, like 48 hours, we don't know. At least. I mean, yeah. you see them are just hanging out for a while. So, yeah. So they show up and, you know, they get on the beach and like the guy comes running down to the beach and I guess the guards were apparently right behind him just waiting for him to make his move because they come out of the jungle firing. Yeah. They shoot at them, and it's funny because like they jump in the boat and hit the water line and start going. And I guess the guards are like, "Oh, they're in the water." Well, they're they're they're, they're free at the time. It seems stupid, but obviously it makes sense later because of the plot twist. But oh, sure, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. but, but yeah. So they were just putting on a show. Oh, okay, yeah, a show. Yeah, so they get the guy, they take him back to the boat, and take him home. Yeah, pretty much. Like there's some scenes on the boat where he's eating a lot and they're talking and <laughs> blah. Well, they get him on the boat and he's like. We only barely got past the guards. Oh, bad! It was bad accent very, monologue. Like, like it was, yeah. It didn't even sound Cuban. It was just like I, I don't know. It's even it's hard to even explain. But it was like, like white guy the, pretending to be Mexican wrestler voice. Yeah, it was just really just like ugh. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> so and it's bad. very hard to understand what he's saying anyway. Mm-hmm. But he's not saying. Anything he basically important. gives them the story that oh, I gave him. There were two bullets left in the gun, and I gave it to him, and I heard the shots later, and. That was that. My friend is dead. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know what to tell the men when I get there. Yeah. And he's like, well, he's like, just tell them the truth. (laughs) That's all you can do. (laughs) And then just cut to them like rolling up at the dude's house. Like, here you go. Go see your dad. Yeah. And now she's like, you stay out here. Your money's going to be delivered to your house. And he's like, no, that's not how it works. No, I get my money now. (laughs) She's like, "Uh, you really shouldn't. He's like, no, I'm going to go in there with you. I'm going to go. And because plot. (laughs) He follows them into the house. Mm-hmm. They take him, they, they cart him through the whole house, take him upstairs, and take him to see his dad. Yeah. Who's very old, has very thick glasses on, and he's like, My son, my son. And then, like, it gets closer, and he's like, Who are you? And yeah. the guy's just like, whips out a silenced pistol, and boom, right between the eyes, kills mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And Beast is like, What? And yeah. then <laughs> yeah. it gets conked on the head. Yeah. Because that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then but the yeah, son gets knocked out. The son, who is not the son, just runs out. Well, yeah, well he plants, he, he plants, plants the gun on Bu- in Busey's yeah. hand, sneaks out, and then Busey eventually wakes up and goes, Ah, this is bad. <laughs> I must have shot this guy, passed out, and the son took off. Huh. Yeah. I better take off too. <laughs> yeah. But of course, he immediately sets off some alarm that the window had yeah. in leaving. And this leads to a big shootout where. It's it's established very early on that nobody can hit anybody with a gun oh, of course in this no, movie. No. Well, the guns barely have an impact in this movie. They're just sort of like, pew. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, so there's there's a shoot shoot off and him running through this compound. A shoot off. Shoot off. <laughs> shoot out. I don't know. <laughs> we shall have a shoot off <laughs> at dawn. Uh, but yeah, there's a shootout in this big compound. He, he, him awkwardly running through this 
compound. It's and almost comical because it gets to a point where like it's this triple level shot where you're just seeing like one dude go one way and another dude go another way and he's up top just like ha ha. Yeah. And Busey air quote slides down a palm tree mm-hmm. and mm. then runs towards the water. They're still shooting at him and then it actually is Busey like doing this weird awkward slow motion dive into the oh, water. Oh man. So much good slow motion Busey. Yeah. yeah. There's oh, a yeah. lot of good Busey face in this movie. And they shoot into the water even because they don't know that that doesn't work. Right. Yeah. yeah. And his buddy man his buddy just up and takes off oh yeah well he called, buddy he, he called him like three even... times like plato plato yeah plato oh, well they shot like six shots into the glass of that boat and yeah. he was just like dude fuck this yeah he takes off yeah i guess he assumed he's dead yeah he's just like, plato. like well plato's dead i gotta go yeah but this is very much a movie where as soon as the guy's off camera everyone who's chasing him is like well shit guess I, he got I, away yeah because Busey dives into this this tributary that's like right there yeah and all the guys are like Oh, he's not staying under long. Yeah. I mean, I know he was <laughs> yeah. a former Navy SEAL, but not anymore. No, he looks like he had a lot of lung capacity. He did have a lot of lung capacity. Yeah, yeah maybe he could stay under <laughs> longer than a normal man. Like a porpoise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a SEAL. Yeah, he had gills now. Yeah. He's a manatee. <laughs> merman, Dad. It's, it's Waterworld. Yeah. He's a mermanatee. <laughs> but yeah, so come to new shot of... Behind me is where this, you know, guy yeah. lived and he's been shot. And here's Gary Busey who did it. <laughs> yeah. Wanted by everybody. Yes. Yeah. The media here's all the things he's done. Yeah, it, it, was, it was it was the him. whole, like, the news has convicted you of this crime. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> here's this picture. He obviously did it for the money. And also, yeah, there's hey, commentary. <laughs> and I like this. She's like, bounty hunters out there. <laughs> just so you know, there's like $250,000 reward, yeah. but he's armed and very dangerous. Yeah. Just so you know. <laughs> But she goes on yeah. to say it's the biggest manhunt in Florida history. Yeah. In recent yeah. Florida history. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. She was Still. very specific about that. That makes that a little more reason. sense. Yeah. Because, you know. We're thinking like, yeah, nobody was looking for Ted Bundy or anything. Nah. Like, oh, that guy. Who? Yeah. No one knew who that guy was. Yeah. This guy's busy. But, but I, I, just, I just love the bit of commentary she puts there. She's like, well, hard times. The lure of easy money yeah, must the, have drawn him the, to the shooting, lure you know, shooting a well-known Cuban dissident. Yeah. Yeah. Because... And then she's also like, and he did some work for the CIA. Oh, okay, oh. nice. <laughs> yeah. Were you supposed to know that? Yeah. But basically, like, the next 20 minutes of this movie is, like, cops looking for him. Like, because Stephen Bauer goes back to the house and immediately gets grabbed by the FBI or whomever. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, look at me. Do hey, I look no, like him? not me. Not wrong guy. <laughs> hey, I love that. He's just like, guys, come on, guys. Yeah. And he's just like, shut up. You have the right to remain silent. He's like, guys. Guys, it's me. Come on. <laughs> Stephen Bauer. <laughs> he very much has that attitude throughout the movie. He's like, come on, man. He come pretty on. much it's is. Ri- the entire time. He's, he's like, cut. Really? Come on. Are we doing this? Really? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. But yeah. So he gets carted away and... Oh, God. It's just 20 minutes of bullshit. Yeah, I mean, it's like, well, Busey meets up with the cop and does this whole thing where he's like, I'm going to, you know, it's all a frame job. Like, I'm going to. Well, he convinces him that he's deep undercover. Yeah, Yeah. I'm deep undercover and I'm going to set you up to take the real guy down and that's going to really give you a boost to your career. Yeah. And also, I guess, kind of watch out for my daughter in the meantime. Yeah. That never pays off. No, not really. (laughs) Not at all. Well, there's like one scene we'll get to in a little bit, but Yeah. yeah. And then. Busey somehow makes contact with Stephen Bauer after he he gets out, and they go meet up at the same bar where they were at earlier. Good idea. Mm-hmm. Or sort of. At, I don't, least, I, at I, least Bauer calls him out on it. He's like, you could have found a less conspicuous place. Yeah. He's like, well. He's like, well, just to, like sulking around, pulling up his collar, like, yeah. nope, nobody sees me. Yeah, he's, he's like, he's got glasses on. Yeah. Because, you know, in the movies, you put glasses on, you're a totally different person. Mm-hmm. Wait, that was Busey? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah, that was totally him. Wow. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> you see stunt double wearing glasses, right? 
But yeah, like, that would have been fun. This whole scene <laughs> is just to set up that like he goes in the bathroom and he, apparently he's brought him a change of clothes and and he's and dressed him up like a dandy gentleman. Yes. Yeah. And but here's the here's the dumb thing. Okay, the dumber thing about this is that yeah, he's dressed as a dandy gentleman, but when he exits this bar. All the bad guys have found him. The cops have found him. And the reporter lady is right there interviewing random people on the street. And yep. interviews him. <laughs> She's like, sir, are you a tourist? And he's like, what? No, I'm a, I'm a native. I'm doing an accent thing now. Yeah, and he's, he's just, he's wearing Hannibal Lecter's outfit from the very end of <laughs> yes, Silence of the Lambs. exactly what he's wearing. Yeah. And he's just saying, well, this man behind me here, he believed the crime in this city. This man molested children, and then they just let him out of prison, and here he is. Talk yeah. to him. Yeah. yeah. Use your editorial and then power course, and talk to him. Yeah, yeah, and then the lady is immediately like, sir, this man has just said that you've been released from prison for child molestation. How like, do you feel about that? Get out of my like, way. And he's like, well, there you have it. <laughs> there you have it. The crime in the city, yeah. live on yeah. our network. <laughs> Molesters aren't even polite anymore. The news this just convicting city. people left and right. <laughs> well, there you, you really have it. are. Yeah. That man Obviously. is a pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, and then it becomes this awkward foot chase Thing. Uh, like his whole payoff of wearing the stupid suit just immediately no because as soon as he walks outside they're like there he is get him and the only person mm. who doesn't know who he is is the reporter who splashed his information all over the place yeah. the one who convicted him yes <laughs> now, we didn't really mention that um the old man's bodyguard he has this big big giant black guy kind of looks like michael jordan if he was like super muscular muscular yeah and he has a tendency, like like earlier when the shot went off, like he kicks in the door and just kind of explodes the door. Yeah. Now when this foot chase starts, <laughs> he's standing right. He's the guy that they actually said that was he he was the child molester. Mm-hmm. But like he just busts through this fence that's like right behind. Yeah. <laughs> like right next to all these people. But the movie doesn't give it any kind of weight. No. It's just sort of like and he busts through a fence yeah. and it's just like. Well, that was sort of cool, yeah. movie. You should really sort <laughs> of emphasize <laughs> that a little more. Just he, hulks his way through his fence. He does yeah. it with a, a locked chain link fence right after that, too. Yeah. He's just like, fence, mm-hmm. smash. <laughs> it's just like, come on, movie, play that up. You've got yeah. this guy trying to kill Busey. Make me worried for Busey, right. but it doesn't. But yes, they, they run through some alleys and, and end up in this club. It's like a shutdown dance club <laughs> Yeah, um, from the 90s, you know, sure. the pit and everything. Mm. And... Uh, I, it just becomes this standoff where, like, they flip on the dance lights and start kind of coming towards him. Now, yeah. these are all of this guy that's been killed's bodyguards. Mm-hmm. Then the not son has also shown up and shoots <laughs> the big giant black bodyguard. Yeah, and yeah, also because well, these guys are kind of like. Yeah, they're like they're kind of trying to start to reason with him. Like he's like, but guys, they, they've been trying to kill him the entire time. Yeah, and they get in there and and they're like, drop your gun. And he's like, no, because you're going to kill me, and I'll take you out before you do that. And then they're like, we're not going to kill you. We know you didn't kill our boss, and we know it was this other guy. And it's like, wait, that was a weird motivational yeah. change. Yeah. And then that's when Not Son is up in the rafters and shoots Slim Ving Rhames in the mm-hmm. Band Aid in the back of the mm-hmm. neck, Pulp Fiction style, and. So he goes down and then it's just, I don't know. I think the director just said improvise because everyone just runs in different directions mm-hmm. and yeah. some well, of Stephen them Stephen also shown, shown up. Yeah. Like it's, he's actually got not son at gunpoint until the bodyguards are like, start shooting up there. And that allows him to get away again. Yeah. Like it's, this, this movie was over. Cause like they were like, we know you didn't do it. We just want to talk about this. Yeah. The other guy's got the drop on the other guy. Uh, because everyone just kind of went, went shoot everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's like movie goes on for another 60 minutes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I, it's it's everyone just dives in different directions, and then they all walk outside, and it's just like, well, 
Yeah. Now what do we do? <laughs> and while this stuff has been happening, each time the assassin guy has been going back to Roy Scheider and being like, all right, you're going to be my money? Yeah. And he's like, no, you've still got to kill Gary Busey because he can ID you and... Yeah, look, there's this videotape where you yeah. clearly look at the camera after you plant the evidence on him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is dumb. They should have just killed Busey. Yeah. Planted well, the gun on him, even though that wouldn't have made sense either. But no, no. <laughs> but whatever. But, but yeah, but so they keep having scenes of that and yeah. Marta is like, hey, what the fuck? Why did, why did you do this? You know, why didn't you let me in on this? And mm-hmm. he's like, well, the guy had to improvise and you'll be safe with me. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm not safe anywhere else. And he's like, yeah, but you'll be safe with me, so don't sweat it. Yeah. And... The next thing that comes up is the guy is the assassin has to keep going back to Roy Shire and being like, yeah, about that Busey thing. How about tomorrow? How yeah. about I, how about if, well, how about if I kill him tomorrow? Mm-hmm. And he's like, when are you going to kill him? Like you really, you need to kill this guy. I've, I've given you like three chances now. And he's like, yeah, I know. It, it's just, it didn't feel like the right time. Half the times it happens is obviously just to give Roy Scheider something to do. Yeah. Like, Hey, we've got Roy Scheider in our movie. Write another scene for Roy Scheider. Yeah, like give him something evil villain guy to be doing. Like yeah. he's fencing with this guy. <laughs> yeah, who's he's fencing him. The other guy's using a samurai sword. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's still whipping his ass. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah. he's he's the bad guy. Yeah. yeah, of course. So, but but yeah. So eventually he comes back and he's like, okay, well we'll use sex to get him out. Yeah. yeah. Send so him Marta. Yeah. <laughs> Threaten him with Marta. Yeah. Well, like yeah. they send her in with the video cassette. She's like. Busey, I know you didn't do it. Come on, Plato. I, kn- I know what's up. Here's the video cassette right here. Here's what you need. Mm-hmm. And not Sun shows up and shoots her in the back. Yep. Yeah, she, as they're leaving. She drops the tape. It shatters. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Busey runs away. Yeah. And, and once he, again, the Sun kills her. Yeah. Meanwhile, the other, you know, meanwhile, his buddy is going, hey, let's go. Come on, boy. Yeah. We got to go. Yeah. Got to go. She's dead. Come on. Yeah. Time to go. Come on. And got to go. He's making slow motion, Busey grieving face of just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they throw in an, an 80 yard line. That's obviously like, oh, I got the tape. Yeah. We got to go. Yeah. Because nobody picks up the tape. Right. During no. that scene before they're leaving. So they were like. But it's important because a couple scenes later, he's in some video production house. Yeah. Making five re- copies of the tape. Reconstructed the tape yeah. or whatever. So. With a dumb scene where she's commenting about the cinematography of the obvious, obviously security cam footage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what movie is this from? Yeah. Someone worked in a video store when this movie came out. Or... Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but somewhere along the way, the not son, like the, the story has come out that he's actually like a Cuban operative that was sent in to kill this guy who yeah. was. Uh, he was trained by the Russians yeah. to come in and do this. Yeah. This cause... guy was a fugitive in Cuba and has yeah. been living here in Miami and whatever so mm-hmm. like that this this whole thing was set up that's why he didn't get shot on the beach yeah. they actually staged all this and we know this now mm-hmm. whatever yeah <laughs> but yes yeah, so he's, he's gone back to yeah, Roy Scheider several times and like well and this time when he goes back he's like man Busey shot her in the back oh yeah yeah, yeah. dude's cold and this is also the I believe the scene where he's like hanging out in his his arms factory place mm-hmm. because he's like I make all this money selling mines and then charging a thousand times more to discard them after they've been buried. You yeah, know? he's like, see this mine? It costs three dollars. Do you see this one? It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> this one is also mine. <laughs> They're all mine. Yes, there's a hundred thousand mines in the world or whatever, yeah. you know, at any given point in time. They cost three dollars to manufacture and then a thousand dollars to dig them up. Yeah. And <laughs> I, get, I get the money both yeah, ways. It's like, Blah. that's a pretty good evil plan, yeah. I think. <laughs> Just plant a bunch of mines and then 
charge a bunch of money. But they're like walking around this. Yeah, we're all nodding. We're like, that makes good financial sense. Yeah, that's a really smart business plan. (laughs) This is the best bad guy plan I've ever heard. (laughs) Yeah. But like, they're walking around his, like, after he's done this and he's told him that Marta's dead, he's like, Well, at first he's like, Busey shot her? Are you sure that doesn't make any sense? That doesn't make any sense at all. And he's like, oh yeah, Busey totally shot her. Totally did. In the back. And then I showed up and he was like, all right. Isn't this when he has the scene with the dog, though, too? Or is this yeah. the same one? It, it's right around that time. Okay. Because that's what ends that yeah, confrontation. Yeah, because like, not only does he have this room where he's telling what his whole evil empire is, he's got this military complex with this chain-link fenced-off area that's a minefield, like a test minefield or whatever. And he's got this German Shepherd dog, and some guys are opening or closing the gate and the dog, dog's like fuck yeah gate and runs through there and like runs right into the minefield and Roy Shore's like fuck no <laughs> Mr. Jeepers no <laughs> and he's like you go get the dog and he's like uh, alright sir I'll go get the map he's like no now <laughs> he's like but the, the mines I don't yeah. remember where they all are and he's like get in there so like this guy's step by stepping like walking through the minefield the dog's just like mm. running back and forth like <laughs> and then he's all a game the dog just runs out he's just like i'm done yeah and the guy's like shoo click because he was like (laughs) he told the story of like how he has the dog that it's he actually sniffed out mines yeah because like the iranians use dogs because they're evil right or whatever yeah (laughs) but but this guy's he's he's got the dog back and the guy's still kind of standing out in the middle of the minefield and you just kind of off screen like sort of to the side (laughs) off screen just see that he steps on a mine and roy shotter's just like Clean that up. <laughs> yeah, clean it up before the alligators yeah, get what, to him. Yeah, what, what's great is like he's still talking to him, talking about how awful the people are for sitting in the dogs. dogs. <laughs> and like people are just carrying chunks of this guy <laughs> around behind them and off focus. On <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of great. Like three groups it's of people are carrying out a torso. We're, and, we're making that scene sound better than it is. I know. In a better movie, that scene would just be great, but. It, it's filled fairly well because like I said, it's all yeah. focused that there's like groups of people carrying yes, little, exactly. chunks little chunks of, man. of this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Or the Pitch alligators man. come and get it. Mm-hmm. That would be great to watch alligators try to work their way through the minefield. <laughs> <laughs> I would just be like, yeah, fill that yeah. thing up. Let's see what the alligators can do. And then you have a gator bouncing around yeah. from mine to mine. <laughs> just make some boots. <laughs> Sad. Yeah. Anyway. I wonder how they dealt with that anyway. Because, I mean, there was no fence on that end. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. They just The movie just didn't, doesn't didn't address leave that. leave dead body parts in there, I no. guess. That's, that's the key. Yeah. That is the key. So anyway, after he's told him that Gary B- or Gary Busey has shot Marta, he's like, "This guy has a daughter. Go get her. Bring her to me. We're going to use her to get him to us." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they they go like a, you, they, they go to got a school. The deputy yeah. is taking her to school, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm I'm taking care of you." Blah, yeah. Blah, blah. Busey's gonna make me a captain or something, <laughs> and he lets her go out, and then. We haven't mentioned there's this lady who I guess is one of one of Roy, Roy Scheider's lieutenants yeah. or something. They don't even give her an exit in this movie. No. It's <laughs> but she distracts him by asking for directions. Mm-hmm. And then, meanwhile, the other guys come up to her and are like, we're the FBI. Um, come with us. It's about your father. She's like, so oh, then, okay. She's like, okay. And then she realizes something's wrong. And then gives one of the bigger no-sell oh no, I'm being kidnapped scenes I've seen in a while because no. she's like, no, d- stop. Don't. No, don't. Hey. Hey, what? <laughs> no. No. Stranger danger. No. Yeah. Stop. And deputy, I cannot see or hear any of this yeah. because lady is asking for directions. Mm-hmm. 
Well, and because she's saying it about as loud as I was just saying it. Yeah. Through the whole scene. Hey, someone help. Oh, <laughs> it's like... <man. laughs> help me. Like, freak out. Give me something to work with here. Yeah. You know, make some noise. I mean, you're like 40 years old. You right. Should be, you've been acting for a while. You should be you yelling You should know how now. to do these things. Yeah. Hey. But... <laughs> yeah. Hey. No. But anyway, so she's kidnapped. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, person napped. Full-grown person napped. Yes. 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 Adult nap. Yes. yes. <laughs> Wet nap. Well, I, t- I take a, quite a few adult naps myself. <laughs> mm, this is pretty hey. good. <laughs> and they, they call Busey. <laughs> what while, do they call him? While they're at the, the video production house. Mm-hmm. And it's him and Stephen Power sharing a cell phone, <laughs> listening to Roy Scheider kind of threaten him. But What's just, great is like they, put, they have her on the phone and she's like, play no help, I'm being kidnapped. And like... Busey or Bauer never say anything. No. And like, like, Roy Shutter gets on the phone. He's like, come here. I'm at this place. Uh, if you want your daughter back, you know, no tricks. Come alone. Yeah. Click. And like, nobody knows for sure that they actually had the right number. <laughs> Anyone was listening. Yeah. I, I just, yeah. It's <laughs> a job movie. And then this, there's a good 45 seconds where I think Busey is trying to cry. He's just sort of like staring off into the distance, not acknowledging Stephen Bauer talking to him. And Stephen Bauer just sort of keeps smacking him on the shoulder like, hey, come on. We've got to, you know, start doing something. But Busey's mm-hmm. just like, nope, I'm emotional. We got no <laughs> options. I got to go. He's like, I got to go alone. No tricks. And Bauer's like, no, we're going to we're going to get the team back together yeah. and do a lot of tricks. <laughs> and Busey's like, uh, yeah, OK, let's do yeah, that. Yeah, that's, yeah. Let's that, get, sounds, that sounds better. Let's round up the boys and yeah. get the team back together, which involves calling Jeff Speakman and going, hey, <laughs> yeah. Speak and come the man appears. Hey, come help. Yeah. Which, you know, this is, this is a good hour into the movie where we were like, is Speakman really just going to be in that one scene? Because that sucks. Yeah. But he comes back and, and they load a van with every manner of explosive mm-hmm. gun and everything they can find, which don't come into play. <laughs> no. Well, and then they, and they have a little little inflatable boat with the motor. And they, so they sneak be, up, they sneak up on the thing while Busey drives the van there. Mm-hmm. He's just like, see, I came alone. No tricks. Mm-hmm. Give him my daughter. <laughs> so he hugs the daughter. And then as he's about to head back to the van, they start launching mortars into the camp. Yeah. Just randomly. <laughs> but yeah, but this is where suddenly the explosive budget shows up again mm-hmm. because they blow a bunch of shit up. Yep. And a bunch of scenes where the actors are kind of standing in there, like in the vicinity of it. Mm hmm. And things are blowing up nearby. Mm-hmm. And Roy Scheider's like, fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> I did not sign up for this. Yeah. I was at Jaws, for God's sake. What are you people doing? I was on Sequest DSV. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he was. It was a talking dolphin. <laughs> All yeah, six seasons. <laughs> and a movie. No. Were there no. six seasons? No, there weren't. No. no. <laughs> could not possibly be a three I thought there was like most. one season of DSV. Oh. Yeah. but I'm thinking Stargate. Ah, okay. like, oh, that was like 12 seasons. Yeah, yeah there were like 387 seasons of yeah. Stargate. Right. But Busey and his kid try to go back to the van. They rocket launcher the van. Mm-hmm. That thing blows up. Oh, uh, it was such a nice van, too. It was a very nice <laughs> van. Um, so they just take off running. And then, like, they meet up with Speakman and Bauer, who are like, you know, Speakman's like, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll cover take you. Care of this. Yeah. And they all, he's like, go to, get to the airboats. Mm-hmm. We're like, ooh, airboats. Sweet. Can't have a movie in the Everglades without airboats. Oh, you can. They're just not as much fun. No, I know, but if you're going to do it. Yeah. Um, 
so Speakman covers them slowly, yeah, kind of lazily, kind of. It's poorly directed. Uh, yeah, let's just throw it, that out all there. the gunfights in this movie are. Te- it's just geography's bad. Yeah, just edits are bad. All of it's not. And well then to done. further like emphasize how bad the direction is, they get into this airboat chase, which is boring. Yeah, which is really Again. hard to say about you know an airboat chase because those are supposed to be pretty cool. Yeah, where they're getting chased by a helicopter yeah. and and it's it's the whole nobody can hit a shot Mm-mm. worth a damn. No, there's a couple of interesting things going on in the airboat chase. Like I mean, like the daughter for whatever reason is about <laughs> to fall out of the boat when it turns one time, yes. and so like uh, Bauer has to like grab her and like spoon with her in the in the bottom of the boat while Busey's driving. Right. It's, really bizarre like busey gets shot in the shoulder yeah he's just like shoulder and he's making a lot of it's okay of just you know angry face Mm -hmm. oh he's got good uh good airboat face yeah while the wind is just blowing his hair back and he's just like he just really most crazy person he could be driving this airboat around we mentioned i mean speakman while he was covering like backs up and like they chuck a grenade at him and it looks like he dives right into the explosion yeah we figured he died we're like oh just speakman is dead that sucks (laughs) yeah He's like, I'll cover you yeah. by sacrificing myself, <laughs> I mean, jumping like, onto this grenade. You know, normally it's like you know, see so you see someone toss the grenade. It's like he jumps right into the grenade explosion. Yeah. And we're like, oh, oh. oh. That was not a good end to Speakman. Yeah. But so they have yeah. this airboat chase and it's just like. They basically end up right back where they were. Yeah. Like they ride mm-hmm. up on the land and. Yeah. And they're just surrounded. like, okay, you had your fun, Busey. Now, come on. <laughs> Stop this shit. Instead of just killing him. Yeah. Well, yeah, Rory Scheider's like, I actually respect you for doing all this crazy shit. Yeah. I'm not going to kill you right away. I'm actually going to let you go. All you have to do is get to the water through the minefield. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, you have 10 man. minutes. Yeah. At least it's quiet out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still not mines. <laughs> oh. Well, then it's going to get very loud. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they've locked up daughter in, in some dungeon Generic, area cage yeah. thing. And they've made Stephen Bauer and, and Jer- Gary Busey like start crawling through the minefield, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of sitting back. They've got this little table, I guess they've set up to watch whatever goes on here. Yeah, but I mean, it's yeah. kind of dumb because these two guys, their expertise, yeah, is diffusing mines. The guy has a mine diffusing kit <laughs> yes. on his. Belt. They didn't even take it off of he, him. He's got a utility belt, teeny tiny utility yeah. belt, mm-hmm. yeah. which he was gearing up with earlier in with the movie. Tools to diffuse mines. <laughs> Where we were like, "Hey, look at that tiny wrench. <laughs> That's neat." Yeah. <laughs> and and meanwhile, the Cuban assassin guy is like, "All right, they're here. Yeah, give me my money." Mm-hmm. And Roy Shatter's like, "Gary Busey's not dead yet. <laughs> you don't get any money." And he's like, "You know what? In fact." Let's bet on who dies first. <laughs> Which one? And, and, he call, and he says, is it the Greek guy or is it Busey? Mm-hmm. Despite the fact the Greek guy is actually Cuban in real life, but, you know, whatever. He's Greek. Yeah. It's all Greek to me. Yeah. So <laughs> so the, the, the assassin's eventually like, all right. Fine. All right. I'll make another 10 grand here. Why not? And yeah. so they're sitting down and they're just chilling. They're like commentating on <laughs> Yeah. They're just <laughs> on them crawling around on their knees trying to defuse these freaking, you know, finding mines and yeah. like, oh, there's one. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Now, Bauer steps on one. Yeah. And they have this brilliant plan of like, we're going to transfer the, the pressure plate from my foot to your foot. And they do this stupid countdown thing that makes no goddamn sense. Oh, they're no. transferring percentage of weight. Yeah. Sure. You, I guess. You count up from zero to 100 in steps of 10, and I count down from 100 to zero in steps of 10. Whatever. They're, they're slowly sliding one foot yeah. to the other, so that now Busey is standing on the mine that's right. been tripped. And 
Bauer gets down there and starts digging out and diffusing this mine. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, all this is supposed to be, this whole scene is supposed to be happening in 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, but he's going through this whole labyrinth, you know, mine disarming thing, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. The important thing is not this. No. Jeff Speakman is alive. Yay! And yeah. he has started slowly creeping his way <laughs> through this complex, starting in like the underground layers. Mm-hmm. And he's Jeff Sneakman. <laughs> he is Jeff Sneakman. <laughs> he is walking up and doing the nice to meet you mm-hmm. silent kills thing all throughout <laughs> this complex. He is murdering the entire complex. Yeah. yeah. It's really great. Like, we were suddenly like, fuck yeah, this movie is fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's slicing dudes' throats and, you know, breaking their necks silently and mm-hmm. all kinds of crazy things and throws a axe in one guy yeah. that almost gets the drop on him. And then until finally, like, he gets one guy where... He's killed a guy with a, like a knife slice. He slit his neck. And, and he's like hiding behind him so that the guy comes by and he's like, holy shit, my buddy, he's dead. And he kind of moves him where the guy's like, what is this? <laughs> where the neck opens yeah. up. He's like, what? And he slides the gun like underneath his under, uh, underarm and yeah. it's like, shoots a guy. And that's when everyone's like, holy shit, that was a gunshot. What's going on? Yeah. And so apparently everyone's like, fuck these two guys running around in the minefield. Let's go find out what that is because mm-hmm. everybody leaves them. Yeah. yeah cause because, they go, oh God, it might be Speakman. Right. It might be. Well, yeah, but they also go, ah, they're not, they're both dead. Yeah. They're not they're going screwed. anywhere. Yeah. So, like, but they, they've disarmed the mine and then they're just like, all right, let's follow our tracks back where we came from and just yeah, get out of here. And we're out of here. Yeah. That's and, it. That, and they that are. They get out of there. <laughs> and, yeah. but like the, one of the main henchmen broke off first. So he's like, I'm going to go rape the kid. Yeah. And he goes to do that, and then that's when the alarm goes off because he's like, "God damn it!" And then yeah. he has to go and deal with mm-hmm. that. Um, and then Speakman busts in and gets the girl out, mm-hmm. and that's what pretty much leads to his demise because he's trying to get her out, yeah. and then just dudes come out of no- everywhere. Yeah, he gets shot in the leg once, and he's just like, yeah. you know, immediately like, <laughs> he's immediately got yeah. the belt. Wrapped he's just like, "Fuck, God damn it, tie that off." Yeah. Two seconds later, he's already applied that thing. He's just oh, yeah. like, "Well, shot." Okay. Yeah, he's like, damn it, not again. Yeah. Sick of getting shot. And they have this moment where it's like, all right, you got to get out of here. I, I can handle these guys or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she goes through the door. And like, no sooner does she go through the door, it's just like, blam, 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 blam. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's fucking dead. Like, yeah. way dead. Yeah. And like, until like, rapey guy like comes up to him <laughs> and is like looking over him like, haha, I killed you. And then he's just like, <laughs> like lowers his gun and yeah. Speakman like perks up and shoots this guy. And yeah, that's like his last death. raw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Before the real death. But doesn't doesn't Gary Busey like catch up with him too? He, like he, right before he dies, dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he says something to him, some some inspiration. Yeah, he says, "Take care of her. You yeah. got to take care of her now." And it's like, well, yeah. I was was Speakman yeah. taking care of her before that? <laughs> yeah, we don't know. I don't know. Whatever. But, but yeah. also, Busey catches up with Cuban murderer guy mm-hmm. uh-huh. and gets in a fight. In slow-mo with him. Slow-mo knife yeah. And the way it starts fight. in slow-mo is, like, really fucking bizarre. Because, like, the very first shot, it's like, when did this become a fucking John Woo movie? Because, like, this guy's coming out in, like, full arm arc, like, knife fight move. And in slow motion, it's like, where the fuck did this come from? And it's just Busey's face, like, no, knife. <laughs> yeah, so they have a, a bad slow-motion fight scene. Uh, bad in a good way. Yeah. Slow mo Busey face. Yeah, you get a lot of that. Oh, best face. <laughs> and then he ends up snapping the dude's neck, right? Just yeah, he goes, "You yeah. took the love of my life, so I'm taking your yours. life, <laughs> the life you life. love." <laughs> <laughs> Snap. <laughs> That's a terrible one life. <laughs> it's worse than that. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. It's yeah. At least you made it funny. Yeah, he didn't. He yeah, just and, like but it. that guy does not get a satisfying end. No, at all. it's just snap. Yeah, he's, he's gone. And Roy Shire's like, uh 
It's not good. Yeah, I guess his contingency plan is he look, runs over to the side and like sets some kind of charge and starts running out with the briefcase full of money. Yeah, this was not and a good plan though. <laughs> no, because like he like every, I guess they they're like oh this guy's dead run out immediately because they're already outside and Roy Scheider comes like barreling through the door like barely missing the explosion behind him like it almost killed Roy Scheider. Yeah. And then, like, if there's a stunt double for Roy Scheider standing out there in a long shot, when this building goes up, there are, like, yeah, industrial parts and just flying out from the explosion towards mm. this guy. And it's just like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. no, you'll be fine. Just stand there. <laughs> so, but he eventually tumbles into the minefield. Yeah, more or less. Uh, he gets over there somehow, yeah. Yeah. The explosion just keeps pushing him back and right. back and back. And then he's sort of in the cage. And they all come walking out. And the dog's there. Mm-hmm. The dog runs over to Roy Scheider like, hey, we're going to play in the minefield some more. <laughs> Sweet. <Yeah. laughs> and, and they they all come out and the girl's like, well, we can't just leave him there. That's yeah, cause it's well, inhumane. He, he steps on a mine. Yeah. Roy Scheider does. Click. Yeah. Yeah. Right away. And they're like. And their daughter's like, they're like, daughter, he kidnapped you yeah. and all this other bad stuff. And he's like, no, not him. The dog. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. And so she's like, come here, boy. Come here. And he does. He lets the dog go. He does, yes. He that, cared enough about the dog yeah. to be like, I'm not going to keep the dog here to die with me. But he does keep the money. Yeah. Yeah. Because he has a briefcase full of money that he sort of offers them, but they are just like, ha, 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 no. Nah. <laughs> yeah, and they just walk off, and it's a helicopter shot from yeah. Yeah. Roy okay. Scheider standing in the middle of the minefield, and I'm just like, later, bye. Yep, see you. Later, bitches. We win. Yeah. That's the end of the movie. Even though Busey's name really is not cleared at all, he's still probably all nah. over the media. No, nah, but he had copies of the tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah the tape now. So yeah, yeah, still. But then he murdered all those people at the <laughs> plant. So. Yes, he did. <laughs> well, no, Speakman <laughs> murdered most. You can blame it uh. all on Speakman. That dude's fucking crazy. <laughs> he snuck in here and killed all those guys, <laughs> and then we barely Man. got out with our lives. <laughs> we were just hanging out watching the minefield. Yeah, in this nice little <laughs> this derby little. seat here, <laughs> mm-hmm. having our mint juleps. Anyway, so it ends. Plato's run. Yep, comes to an end. Let's rate it. Plato's running time. How many minutes? Ninety something. (laughs) Too many. Three. One of three. That's a lot of minutes. So, uh, yeah, no Stargrove. I mean, nothing totally special about the soundtrack at all. There's some smoky sax Mm -hmm. at the wrong time. At the very wrong time. (laughs) When he's talking to the cop. It, it's weird. It's very weird. But yeah. So, um, I'll go, go All right. for it, man. Uh, this is a fairly incompetent movie. Um, it, but made better by Busey and the fact that like the end of the movie actually almost justifies its entire existence with Jeff Speakman silently killing everybody. So, I'm going to be mildly kind and give it, I'm thinking two jocks. I almost want to go three because, like, it is kind of awesome towards the end with all the explosions and everything happening. But there's a lot of other movie there, and mm-hmm. I'm going to try to not do that. Like, let the last ten minutes make up for the entire movie thing. I think yeah. the whole movie is a two jocks with creeping into three jocks territory towards the end. But God, like, no cell actress daughter chick is terrible. Just you know, not building up any kind of. I mean, they make. Roy Scheider's bad guy, a believable bad guy with his scheme. I still don't understand. They never really made it clear how his scheme interacted with the guy that they killed. The whole 
crux of this movie, mm-hmm. yeah. like why killing him was good for his business or whatever. Yeah. Um, and the the Cuban agent, double agent guy, just I don't know. They don't give him any personality, and they try to make him cool, but he's not. No, no, he's not. Not at all. But yeah, Speakman's yeah. awesome. Yeah. We should watch a real Jeff Speakman movie. Okay. Yeah. Just don't look up pictures of Jeff Speakman right now. No, no I won't do it. He no. looks like Jeff Speakman's fat uncle. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Poor Jeff Speakman. Let's remember Jeff Speakman hey, as he should be. I still love Jeff Speakman. As he lived, not as he will yeah. eventually die. <laughs> as he killed. Jesus. <laughs> no. Jeez, no. you guys. But uh, I can only go one jocks. There's really, I mean, the Busey slow-mo and the Speakman somewhat rampage. I mean, it's fun to see him killing guys, but it's also kind of like, He's not the star of the movie, but he's doing all the work. Yeah. He's doing the actioning. And yeah, it's just, there's, and those scenes just, it feels like no scene pays off the way it should throughout the entire movie. And that's, that's the big problem I have with it. But Speakman gets half a jocks and Busey face in slow motion gets the other half of jocks, but it's only <laughs> one. It's, I can't really recommend it that highly. Yeah. But I didn't hate it. Yeah. I think I'm going to go one as well. Um, Jocks? The the yeah one jocks okay. the um, sneakman uh, slow mo Busey and and the general Busey hijinks mm-hmm. um, just this is not the Busey movie you're looking for um, look look somewhere else he's mm-hmm. yeah he's just nah he's not crazy Busey like we want and love he was in that first scene yeah we were thinking oh good yeah <laughs> but but he's no. also i mean he's also at that point where it looks like everything is really difficult for him to do like he can't run very well he can't even turn around and walk away very well so it, it's kind of it's kind of sad um one jocks but it's not a real strong one jocks either it's closer close to zero I am of the same opinion. Like if I could give it a zero, I kind of would. Uh, I'm going to give it one jocks for the Speakman stuff for some of the slow-mo Busey faces. This is, this is really a 45 minute movie stretched out to 105 minutes or whatever. There's just a lot of padding all over the place of just nonsense, just scenes that don't matter scenes that don't pay off characters that don't pay off. Like, why Mm -hmm. am I spending time with these people if they have no purpose in this movie? Yeah. Kind of at the beginning, you get the sense like everyone in town knows Busey and maybe they would all like plan to, you know, help him out in the end or something. And when he says, you know, let's get the team back together, I didn't think it just meant go get Speakman because Stephen yeah, Bauer will not really leave my side. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, I don't, I, it's, I wanted it to be better. I kind of had a feeling going into it, this was what it was going to be. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it has a couple of moments. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well. They can't all be winners. No. Let's take a break. Busey, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Busey break. Yeah. Busey break. All right. Come back and think about things. All right, and we'll go back. Hey, Mavka, second half, number two. Second half. Let's talk about some movies. Yeah, okay. sure. Okay. Plenty of movies, plenty of emails to talk about. All right. Uh, 
I saw a movie this weekend in the theatre. Oh, yeah? <laughs> the last weekend it will be in the theatre was uh, The Hobbit, Desolation of Smaug. 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 Yup. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's better than the first one. Cool. Okay. But obviously there are much better movies in that series known as The Lord of the Rings. Huh. Significantly better movies. But, but that don't have Benedict Cumbersmaug in them. Yeah. Been a dragon Cumbersmaug. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> How yeah. long you been a dragon? He's also the voice of Sauron in this as well. So. Oh, okay. Wait, yeah. wait. You no. know Smog and Sauron? Yep. And they're doing they're doing stuff that's messing with the other ones. Oh, oh great. good, good. Like, Fantastic. Yeah, there, there's stuff that creates inconsistencies that didn't even need to be in there. Didn't they erroneously inject uh, Orlando Bloom into this movie? Like he was not, wasn't he not supposed to be? I don't know if erroneously in... is the word, but he is in the movie now. <laughs> Extraneously, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Like he. Well, he's yeah, an elf. He's, not the he's old as shit. The story. You know? I mean, was he in the Hobbit? No. Okay yeah. then. <laughs> no, they they they've obviously they've added stuff to make three three hour movies. Yeah, it's like it's like a you can read the Hobbit the book in two hours, like less than the one yeah. of these movies. Yeah. yeah, I'm over that. I yeah, I know. I'm I don't saying. even care about that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like because it, the stuff with Legolas is among the most fun stuff in the movie because okay. it's it's pretty much like you know from the Lord of the Rings movies. Okay, he's a badass who can just demolish people, and they're like, in what ways can we have him demolish people? And so they're like, all right, let's do this. And they let him demolish people. And it's actually kind of a really fun scene, even though a lot of the CG in it is pretty bad. Yep. Because it, it's weird that this series now, the Hobbit ones, the effects look worse than movies that they made 10 years ago. And it's probably because they knew their limitations back then and weren't just doing stuff to do it. Like, let's have a really long shot of these barrels going down a waterfall while somebody's jumping back and forth across them and then jumping onto the land and then stabbing somebody with a sword all in one take that kind of swoops around it, you know? And it's like, yeah, you can do that, but should you? (laughs) Because that's just asking your animators to hate you, for one, and to, like, you know, when you up the degree of difficulty on a shot, obviously that ups the degree of boy, we can really fuck this up and make it look terrible. And mm-hmm. guess what? That's what happened? That's kind of what happens in a lot of those shots. Great. But Smaug is pretty awesome. Like, he's... Smaug. it's The movie, it's kind of much like the first one where as soon as you get to the Gollum scene, then something that's like, okay, I see why they made this movie. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with Smaug, where, you know, once they get Baggins into the lair and he's talking to him, it's like, okay, this stuff is really good. Like, I'm really enjoying this part of it, and this feels like the excuse for making the movie. But I, I'm wondering if, like, somewhere down the line, like, we have the extended cuts of The Lord of the Rings. Are they going to do, like, a cut down and make only the book version? Because I'd watch that. Oh, like, no. Like, a, like no, a three-hour version? added stuff in, like, the first one. I will say this. You'll be happy to know that the dwarfs never sing, and no, neither does anybody else in this one. Hooray. Yeah. So there is that. But it ends on a cliffhanger. Because hooray! <laughs> I wanna be. But you know, it's just it's it's the prequel trap, man. It, like we know where everything's going. We know which characters are going to live. We right. know all of this. We we know what's going to happen, and it's kind of like it takes all weight out of everything that's going on. Yeah. And especially because, like, I watched 
I watched the first 10 minutes of Fellowship of the Ring where it's the whole, okay, here's the lore of the land before we get to this story. And that stuff has a trillion times more weight in 10 minutes than anything in this whole six hours of The Hobbit that I've seen thus far has. Hmm. And the music is a billion times better. I mean, like, instantly memorable in Lord of the Rings, but these, like, I could not tell you any of the themes for anybody or anything that's in it, even though Howard Shore's the same guy doing it, but... I, I honestly think at some point Hollywood has just said no more themes. I I tend to agree with you, but I don't know. It, it's just, it's not... Maybe we used all the themes. <laughs> yes. I mean... That must be it. I, I don't know. It's for the most part well-made fantasy and well-acted with actors that are all committed to the roles and people not cheesing it up, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just the effects let it down. But it's just, it's it feels so inconsequential by comparison to everything that happens in Lord of the Rings. And that's, you know... Yeah. I, I wonder how we'd feel if this came first. Yeah, I mean, it's the same way I wonder how we would feel, not hatred, but plot-wise about the Star Wars trilogy, if it was told in order... Would we give a shit about the yeah. the prequels? I mean, yeah. It's, well, it's, the, I mean, on the one hand, they had they had a good thing they can do. I mean, you know, all you had to do with the prequels was tell about the rise and fall of Darth Vader. Yeah, like we we all wondered, like, because Darth Vader was a silent, mostly silent character, and then it's like, oh shit, he's Luke's father. But how did he get there? Yeah, I mean, that was a good story to tell. They just filled it full of all that other bullshit that nobody cared about. Right. You know. Yeah. And that was prime. That was prime material for making a prequel. Yeah, because you had a mysterious character. Let's mm-hmm. reveal that. But there's not that with this. This is a kids' version that's a lead up to the epic things that go well, on in Lord of the Rings. And the real big issue, the key one for me that comes out of it is, Bilbo Baggins is not the main character of his own story. There are too many characters going on, and all of them feel more important than him. Yeah, and he feels like he's only in a third of the movie. And I, that's the thing is like you, you throw all those dwarves in there. I have no idea who's who. I, I know there's the one guy who's like the dwarf king should be the king, whatever guy. Yeah. He's the Aragorn dwarf guy. Yeah. I don't know his name. The but, one. Yeah. But I mean, it's like he's more the main character of the movie, yeah. at least the first one. Yep. And he kind of continues to be that way in yeah. the second one, too. Hmm. But anyway. yeah, it, it's. Yeah. It, it, if you care, if, if you enjoy those movies, you're going to go okay that's all right but that's all i can really say about it hmm. it's just not it's it's just inconsequential but it keeps my streak of seeing all of them in the theater alive so i Way guess there's that and i didn't see it in high frame rate either excellent they did right. have a regular 3d showing oh. at regular speed how was the 3d mm. it was good the film looks way better but it's still the down conversion from 48 to 24 like the lighting still feels off hmm about the whole movie and there's a very few scenes where you'll actually see a flicker of effects that didn't quite translate right. Hmm. So yeah, it's just that that whole 48 frames a second thing was huge mistake. But anyway, I made a big mistake. (laughs) Yeah. That must be pretty much what they were saying at this point, but apparently X-Men's filming in it too. So go figure. Awesome. Yep. So Chuck, Hmm. I could talk about Spider-Man 3 and 4, but I have a feeling I would get just ripped to shreds. <laughs> what, so what's Spider-Man 4? I don't know what you're talking about. The reboot. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you mean the amazing Spider-Man. Right, yes. Spider-Man plus the amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not going to talk about those. Uh, instead, I watched for the first time The Order of the Black Eagle. 
Yay! I was not here that week uh, when you guys watched it, and mm-hmm. so I corrected that mistake. And that movie is really, really fucking good. Yep. I was completely shocked by this completely unknown movie being as good as it is on both levels. It's it's campy and, and dumb for a lot of it, but like when they start doing crazy action shit, holy God, they're really just going for it. I mean, it's, it, it's a... I kept looking at it and comparing it to King Solomon's Mines, which is a really bad Indiana Jones ripoff canon film thing. And thinking Which we've how, almost watched yeah, quite a few times. Thinking how bad that was executed. And then looking at this and just thinking, like, this is legit pretty good. Like, if people had access to this movie, they would like it. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why this movie is completely... I mean, I know Netflix was like, we're too good for these shitty movies. Get them out of here. Uh, but this movie is nowhere. You can't stream it and you can't buy it. Mm-hmm. Anywhere. It just happened to come on MGM HD and I recorded it and I was like... You know, there's an HD print of it out there, mm-hmm. and no one's doing anything with it. That movie is a lot of people would have a lot of fun with that movie. Shout Factory, Shout Factory. I, even if the Alamo Drafthouse got a hold of it, mm-hmm. I, that could launch this kind of thing of you know an undiscovered. This is this is really one of those undiscovered gems of a movie that the right people would embrace if they just had access to it. Mm-hmm. So, like us, yeah. <laughs> I don't suppose you, have, you found a copy of Unmasking the Idol yet. No, not yet. Um, I keep looking for... Yeah, that one... That was on Netflix as well for yeah. a while there, but they're both gone now. Yeah, yeah they both went away at the same time. Yeah, yeah, when they purged all of the substandard MGM, MGM library. Because, yeah. like, people don't want that. So, well, I did. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that movie's pretty great. And I'm pretty sure that one dude got his face ran over by an ATV and is probably yeah, dead. We figured the tire was slightly deflated. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know about that. Well, that one dude caught a sandbag to the chest and <laughs> shattered every rib in his body. Yeah. We're sure of that. Oh, God. The one scene where the, the huge dude, like everyone is just launching out of cannons at this guy as he's running around the battlefield, just throwing guys around just like it. <laughs> Anyone who launches at him, he just shoulder blocks them, and they go the opposite. It's like the laws of physics aren't even applying (laughs) at how hard he's hitting these people as they're flying around. I don't know. And it's such a crazy plot. Just fat Nazi wants to (laughs) reanimate Hitler and and shoot his space laser at things. It's, it's, yep. Like you do. It's, and there's a baboon with a tank. Yeah. Who's his sidekick? Why? (laughs) Because fuck yeah. Because awesome. Yeah. I don't know. Yep. Duncan Jackson is pretty terrible. <laughs> um, you check your tongue, I'm sir. He's so goofy. I know. Oh, let's talk about Spider-Man three now. Come on, then we'll see how who no. has to check their tongue. I nope. That's why I said I'm not talking no. about it because mm-hmm. yeah, no. Real quick, speaking of Nazis, I watched uh, Captain America: First Avenger again. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's my favorite Marvel movie, like of any Marvel movie. That movie's really good. Those are big words. Yeah, that movie gets better every time I've watched it. Oh. First act is literally perfect. Like, I don't think they could change anything in that first act to make it any better than it is. Hmm. And, yeah, it's it just... Sad to say, I watched that again and friggin' love it. And now I'm kind of disappointed I wasn't on the episode where we actually talked about it in the second half because I had to be on a plane, so... Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Just want to throw that out. That's a pretty fun origin story in movie in that one too. I mean, you talk about how good the Spider-Man one is. I I like the fact that like they shoot him full of 
you know, super soldier stuff and his discovering of the powers is a foot chase where he's just like, holy shit. Yeah. I can do this. Oh yeah. Like the way he just yeah. he crashes through the window because he doesn't yeah. realize how fast he's running. I mean, there's. Yeah. I just, I love the, like, you know, the instant, you know, origin story of like, holy shit, I have powers. Like. Yeah. yeah the discovery of it is what really makes it. Well, and work. all the Stanley Tucci stuff sells it so much better. Yeah. And it feels organic. It doesn't feel like he's being expository through all those scenes. It feels like, no, this actually works. Mm-hmm. And freaking Tommy Lee Jones. He's Stanley Tucci. Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah, <laughs> him, him and Tommy awesome. Lee Jones are like, uh, that they got both of them in that movie is just fantastic. Yeah, that cast because is crazy good. so perfect. <laughs> yeah. And why is Haley Atwell not in more stuff? I don't know. Like, I still I say cannot, I, would, I would watch the shit yeah, out of that show. I know. I mean, if they ever make the Agent Carter show. I know. And it's a t- period piece. Fuck yes. A thousand times over. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So yeah, hopefully uh, Winter Soldier can live up somewhat to that, but the tone's obviously going to be different because it's not set in the forties and yeah. all earnest and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's got to be ironic now. Yeah. Yeah. So winter anyway. <laughs> oh, winter <Yes>. soldiering. <laughs> so trendy. Winter was cooler when it was warmer. <laughs> Sometimes I hate you. You know that, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you always hate me, but okay. Jim Cantori. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I would watch that. All right. So I like this back else? when it was Tropical Activity yeah. Four, <laughs> the sequel to Paranormal Activity yeah. Five. <laughs> well played. So, uh, anybody got anything else, or we want to hit some emails here? Let's hit some emails like a yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. All right. <laughs> We got a bunch again. We're not going to get to all of them, but we appreciate all of them that you guys send in, and hopefully we'll get to read some of these uh, in the coming weeks. But first up, uh, we got Scott Hi, from Scott. Dallas. Oh, and we need to correct last week. Oh, yeah, my bad. It was my Josh bad. and Jay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was Josh th- from Corpus Christi. Josh, our, our crooner, our songstress. Songstress. Songster. Songster. No, he's a crooner. Songbird. Yes. Songbird. No. But yes, they were the ones who sent in the suggestion. I think we said Scott and I, I did. I don't know why. I don't know. I'm stupid. But anyway, Scott did send something in this week where uh, he just says just some quick stuff. And he said about 47 Ronin. Harlow asked if, it, if this is the movie that's been done before. Boy, has it. It's probably <laughs> the most oft-told story in Japan. Based upon real events, it's held up as a perfect example of the samurai ethic and Japanese values. It's told so often that it's considered its own genre. Supposedly, this was going to be an attempt at a Western-made version of the story with Keanu Reeves attached as a very minor character. The studio flipped the fuck out when they realized Keanu wasn't going to be the main character, fired the director, and stuck in a bunch of footage of Keanu staring at things. Supposedly, there's still an original cut with Keanu in a very minor role floating around out there, which would make sense. Because, yeah, his, he's not particularly... There's only one part where he's truly essential to the story. And even then, that's not... They could have written around that. But anyway, next up, he says, Netflix Max... From what I gather about this, the, this only works if you don't rate a lot of things. It gets ratings from you and bases recommendations around them. If you rate nearly everything you see, though, then it gets nothing from you. Since I've rated nearly everything I've seen on Netflix, it's useless to me. Crash and Burn, Scott from Dallas, sent from my Nintendo Wii U. Ooh, Impossible. That's, yes, I don't that think is that's not true. possible. No. no, he could have typed it on that little pad. Yeah, but he can't send it anywhere. Yeah, but what's yeah. our friend code? Yeah, we have Good to... Luck both accept each other's friend codes before <laughs> oh, even getting yeah. that email and we didn't do that so right. I call shenanigans yep. <laughs> um, yeah so, we're, we're, I'll just say quickly about Max I mean what is Max again it's the um, 
it's the recommendation tool that's on there. I, I, I was okay. going to say, like, d- despite whatever it does, I enjoy going in there periodically because it's it's the You Don't Know Jack guys. Yeah. I mean, it's mm-hmm. got that feel of, like, you know, zing pow, woo, here's us some movie suggestions. <laughs> uh-huh. Ha, fun. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just, ha, fun. Ha. <laughs> so I, I don't know. It's just like. That's what I say when something's fun. <laughs> rarely, rarely do I actually, I think maybe, like, a f- an eighth of the times I've used it, have I actually, actually clicked watch on anything it's suggested. Yeah. But yeah. it's still fun. I, well, it is fun, but I, I've found it incredibly useless. Oh, maybe he's right. Maybe it's for people who, maybe it's like to encourage people to start rating their movies. Yeah. And for people who literally have no idea what they want to watch. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. whenever I go into it, it's just like, no, I don't I don't want to watch that. I know I haven't seen it, but I don't want to watch it. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't recommend Crash for everybody anymore, does it? <laughs> Did they finally correct that? I don't think it does. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, next up, uh, Melinda. I don't think Melinda's ever written to us before. That name sounds new. Yeah, she had a couple suggestions. She said, hey, guys, I have two movies that me and my friends love that I'm sure you will, too. First, and this is interesting, the first is Grave Encounters, a relatively new horror movie. It's a prime example of a neat concept ruined by bad effects, disposable characters, accidental humor, and just trying too damn hard. I think Harlow would disagree because you actually thought that was kind of fun, didn't you? Um, Well, I mean, the characters are bad because they're supposed to be bad. I mean, yeah, it feels like if you di- if you haven't watched stuff like uh, you have to have watched Ghost, Ghost Adventures, you, you at least have to watch an episode or two or Ghost Adventures or like the whole joke is lost on you. OK, it's and that could be very much the case. Yeah. 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 And uh, it says second is Thanksgiving comedy <laughs> horror about a killer turkey. I don't know how you feel about purposely bad movies, but I think I can convince you that with the fact that not counting the credits, the time to tits is roughly a quarter of a second. <laughs> hope you have a great new year. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, hope you guys had a great New Year's. Look forward to Bamcast in 2014. Sent from my iPhone. All right. Well, I wasn't well, trying Melinda. very hard. It's a relevant mobile. <laughs> she's she's, she's new. new. She, she does. Yeah, oh. yeah. Actually, you got to start with. Yeah. Unless she sent it from her Droid or actual computer, then yeah, no, uh-huh. but jokes. No, you got to yeah, start with the baseline. That would be the ironic sent from my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I kind of like that joke. Sent from my iPhone. iPhone. That's, in fact, I might change mine to have it in quotation marks <laughs> from my iPhone. <laughs> or just italicize it. Then people will be like. I, I love know. the ones that's like sent from my iPhone 5S 32 gig. Yeah, it's like, really? No one cares about your specs. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Sent from my small penis. <laughs> sent from my NVIDIA GTX yeah. Titan. It's not a fucking forum signature, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> yes. My 16 terabytes of GDDR5 Father, memory. soldier, artist, atheist. <laughs> Comedian. Was that everyone's Twitter bio? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Thanksgiving. We've it's come up every Thanksgiving. It comes up, and we're like, should we do that one? And then we're like, no, we probably shouldn't. I've seen the first forty-five seconds of it. Oh, yeah. there, there you go. You just got through the quarter to so so you were just looking time for the to time to tip exactly. That's I was just as I do. I rate movies like yeah. that all yeah. the time. Smart we jerk faces triple t dot com. Yeah. yeah, you should go there. Yeah. Lots of stats, one. lots of tits. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. It's good so to know. you're a statistician. <laughs> <laughs> Statistic son of a bitch. Stits. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's break this up with a voicemail. All right, shall we? sure. Let's break it down with a voicemail. Hey guys, uh, I've been listening to your animation uh, episodes recently, and I was wondering what you guys thought of two movies from my childhood, um, The Page Master with Macaulay Culkin getting smacked in the head, and another movie 
um, Small Soldiers with, uh, shit, I don't even remember who was in that movie. I just remember it had a whole bunch of uh, soldiers who were toys that got, you know, spoiler alert, had, like, angry missile chips in their heads. So, yeah, just wondering what you thought of those two movies. Peace out. I've never seen Page Master. Any of you guys? I have not. Nope. I've ha- I, we had it in the video store when I worked there, and it was probably on in the rotation mm-hmm. in the store. I never really paid attention to it. I think Christopher Lloyd's in it, too. Yeah. Uh, Man, he's in... Christopher Lloyd will do anything. Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. So, uh, I, I just I don't remember anything about Small it. Small Soldiers, Joe Dante. I like it. Not, I'm a fan of that movie. I think it's all right, but it very much treads a lot of similar ground to uh, Gremlins. Yes, it does. Very much. Harlow hates it. I hate that movie. I really do. That's one of the few movies I almost walked out of in, in the theater. I, I just... I just don't the, get that the, reaction. The, the, jo- the jokes and stuff in that were just, like, really, really bad. Like, I mean, they were like that... What I remember of it, it was just, like, joke and then pause, like, for laughter that was in a dead, silent theater of people just, mm-hmm. like, groaning. <laughs> you know? <laughs> just, like... I don't know. I, I think I think the thing I dislike about that movie so much is that there's just, like, there's a lot of talent in that movie, in, in uh, actors on the screen and voices, mm-hmm. and it, it's just it's just so squandered. I mean, like, you've got Tommy Lee Jones doing voices. Yeah. I mean, you've got... I mean, um, I think Kristen Dunst was Kristen Dunst voices. is one of the, well, no, she's one of the people in it. Um, oh, most got, of the Mr. Show cast yeah, is was, actually was, in it. Yeah, I was going to say, um, and Spinal Tap is like the David voices of the, it, yeah. the monsters yeah, who are exactly. actually the good guys. Yes. Um, and they're all sad, yeah. <laughs> which I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I like the, just yeah. the sad Spinal Tap cast. I, I don't know. It's just like I said, that's just the cast in that movie and the, the, just the bad, bad joke. I would like you to give that movie another chance. I, I might, maybe. Okay. It, unrelated, um, I know we've been having this debate back and forth a lot. I, I actually watched um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit again here recently. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, oh, no. That's our generation's Space Jam. <laughs> no. No, I just... Oh, no. The, the, no. More, the more I watch that movie, the more I'm impressed by it in, in the little things. Like, I, I love the fact that they say what year that movie takes place, and then all the animated characters, even if there's something that's gone on, they're from the time period. Yeah. Like Bugs is drawn like 1945 Bugs mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and Porky and Daffy and everything. And it's just like, I, I love that fact that like they're very, like whoever was fact checking all that was very careful about what they, what they did and what they showed and oh, there were jokes, h- jokes and references. Hardcore animation nerds yeah. behind this one. I mean, it was people really have a love for the time period. Yeah. I mean, plot did you wise, watch it in HDs. Yeah. Plot, plot wise, that movie is, has some issues because like, it, it it really just like it like jumps 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 and all of a sudden you're at the end and it's like whoa mm-hmm. you know I mean it's it's not a perfect movie in that regard but I mean just attention to detail in that movie is amazing I mean like that's a that's a movie I, I would almost feel like getting the special features and digging into like how they did this stuff and why they decided to mix in like the live action gun that they had to make hover around in scenes and things like that it's just it's interesting that like the cartoon characters are sometimes wielding real life objects and they obviously had to do green screen, blue suit, you know, fishing line, whatever they did. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Just, you'd, you'd be hard pressed to find a movie that has more attention to detail than that one. How, how does it look in the HDs? I don't know if I watched it in HD last time I watched I still, it. It looks really good. I mean, I know they did a lot of restoration on yeah. it because they had to, there's so many plates and mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, lines. Okay. Uh, next up, we got one from Anders in Sweden. 
Hello. Who says, uh, hey, Bampcast, regarding Kung Fury, it is a pet project of a fellow Swede. Hmm. He was trying to raise funds to make a half-hour film, but now it looks like it's going to be full-length feature. Yay. So, awesome. It made its goal. As far as Spider-Man, listen to Weird Al Yankovic's tune, Ode to a Superhero. It is hilarious, especially the part about Willem Dafoe. Fight, Japan, out. Regular expression of awesomeness. Anders from Sweden. <laughs> P.S. Trying to type in one language while the autocorrect He's got it's a complete mess at the end. It says Audio Vorect is set gore a different one, sucka DS. Wow. Is that Suck-a-dee. a complete mess or is that in Swedish? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Well apparently the autocorrect is Swedish. Oh god. He's yeah, correcting yeah. all his English words. Right. God that But yeah, Kung Fury made it quick, man. Good. I thought it wasn't gonna make it because it was only about halfway, but apparently they got their goal, so Awesome. That's good. We will watch that. I hope it turns out. I mean, yeah. I do. I I, I, do I hope for the best. I really do. I just, I really hope it, it ends up being as awesome as everyone's hoping it's going to be. But I'm almost afraid it's one of those that's like, the trailer has everyone creating a movie in their head that they might not be getting. Yeah. That, that's my big worry with that one at this point. So. Yeah. But that guy seemed to understand why the things he was referencing were awesome. So. Let's hope. But thanks, Anders. And go Sweden. Yeah, Swedes. Mm. Yeah, yes. Swedes. Swedes. Totally. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm, I'm a fan. Super Swede. Yeah. Uh, we got one here from Steve, like the bird heron. Oh. Soundtracks. <laughs> Soundtracks. <laughs> Wait, is that, is that the Steve call? Oh. <laughs> Hacksaw Jim Duggan's here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, that's All sound right. herons, mate. Uh, oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Then. I need a heron. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need another heron. Uh, all right, this one's called Soundtracks. It says, hey, Banffcast, lately I've been obsessed with the Inside Lewin Davis soundtrack and started collecting vinyl. So I'm wondering, what are some of your favorite movie soundtracks or film scores? This can include Banffcast movies like Stunt Rock. Some of mine are American Graffiti, Back to the Future, Saturday Night Fever, Hard Day's Night, and Star Wars. Crash and Burn, Steve, Heron, Like the Bird, sent from my Fidipes, whatever that is. What? Fidipes. P-H-E-I-D-I-P-P-I-D-E-S. Hit a piece. Don't know that one. Sorry. Don't know. But no. anyway, favorite soundtracks. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, the guy that ran the message uh, that created the marathon. Uh, I get it. Man, deep cut. I used to be <laughs> too, too smart. The deepest. A cut. <laughs> too smart a cut for us. Yeah. He, you stumped he's, us. He's back smarts. there, Smarticus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we've gone as ancient no, as we can I am Smarticus. <laughs> deepest the first cut is the deepest <laughs> and this is the first cut um i don't know favorite overall like i mean original soundtrack if you're talking that way i, I don't know, it's got to be something john williams i mean i don't i don't know i mean star wars is pretty damn strong i mean start to finish i mean ever uh, there are probably john williams things i like single tracks from like i i think the superman theme is probably one of the finest things he's ever done i mean mm-hmm. there's hardly anything more triumphant than that but the rest of the soundtrack is kind of, you know. It's yeah, it's, it's, I mean, Star Wars start to finish is a pretty damn solid soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. Me, I own a bunch of soundtracks from David Holmes. Uh, Out of Sight, Ocean's 11, 12, 13, uh, Haywire are all really fantastic just to listen to. Uh, the only problem I have with some of them is whoever produced the albums on some of them decided... We need to have dialogue over some of these. And it's yeah. like, I don't want that. Yeah. Especially out of sight, which if you have not seen the movie, will spoil the entire movie for you with 
with dialogue clips over the top of it. And I think did Pulp Fiction do that as yeah, well? It did. There yeah. was a period of time, mid to late nineties where they yep. were just doing that. That was the thing was just put dialogue from the movie in the soundtrack. And the weird thing is that the soundtrack sometimes would release like two weeks before the movie came out. Yeah. Cause I remember a friend of mine bought the Pulp Fiction soundtrack and listened to it. I don't know, like a hundred times before mm-hmm. the movie came out and then was like, Oh yeah, this is going to happen. That's I'm like, yeah, dude, why would you do that? Yeah. Well, that's like one of the biggest bonehead things I ever did was naming the track on the episode one. Yeah. Star Wars. Oh, like yeah. The <laughs> funeral or whatever. Yeah. Fire. It was like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, Oh, well, yeah. all right. Guys, thank you. Yeah. Good yeah. job with that. Super duper. Mm-hmm. Um, I, man, I was hardcore into soundtracks like, like in the cassette era, like really just, I would buy anything that was a soundtrack. I would go to like mm-hmm. use record stores and stuff like that. And I would just make like, mixtapes of score like just pick out all the really good bits of score that were in Mm. movies and put them together um i still think the the march from 1941 is the best thing the best single thing john williams has ever done i think i think that piece of music is just fantastic um the movie itself obviously is terrible but that piece of music is great um like the star trek 2 and the star trek 3 soundtracks really really strong like musically it's like james horner before he was just repeating the star trek 2 and star trek 3 soundtracks over and over again and everything mm-hmm. he did um and then i would you know i would even say like the the modern star trek soundtracks I, I think the especially the first one is extremely listenable in terms of of themes um yeah but i mean like for for soundtracks that are actually like song based the the reservoir dog soundtrack and the pulp fiction soundtrack obviously are just like mm-hmm. You're talking about collections of songs, especially ones that are not overly familiar or Pretty much any at the Tarantino time. is going to yeah. be a good collection of because, songs. you know, he's pulling stuff that for the most part up until recently was not stuff anyone had ever heard. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like that discovery part of, oh, okay, you were the only one who knew the song existed. Now I do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, probably like as far as uh, non-original soundtracks, like compilation type things like that, I mean... I'm thinking back, like, things I've listened to the most in my life. Honestly, like, weird things like the Stand By Me soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, that was music that I was, like, not familiar with at the time that it came out. It was, like, just going back and listening to things like that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The only two soundtracks that I've ever owned, and this is not... This is just funny juxtaposition. Um, Raiders of the Lost Ark on vinyl and um, Aladdin on cassette. That's it. That's it. Those are the oh, only. What two about I'd ever Oh Brother Where Art Thou? Oh I shit! You well, gave I, that to like everybody. Yeah, I did. Um, that is a really good one. Yeah, I don't know that. That doesn't feel like it's a sound. Well, I guess it is soundtrack because it does. It it doesn't really include any of the score with it. So yeah. I believe they put that uh, out on a separate yeah thing. Yeah. So I do. Ha- yeah, I do have the soundtrack for that. I forgot. Mm. Completely forgot about that because I'm an idiot. So those are the three. Okay. Then, um, but. I know you're gonna hate me for this, but I, I actually really like um, before Bond. I I like some of the Eric Serra soundtracks from his Basson movies. I know you hate him. Well, for no, they Bond no, no, no. Stuff. they fit in his movies. Yeah. they did not fit in Goldeneye. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, no, I agree with that. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Golden I, Eye, I've sorry. listened to the Fifth Element soundtrack a lot, and again, that was one where it was like, let's put dialogue in the middle of yeah, uh, yeah. really disappointing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, uh, Spotify is pretty good for finding a lot of those. Uh, I listened to the American Beauty soundtrack a while back and mm-hmm. it kind of ruined my day <laughs> but that soundtrack is actually really really good oh you want to do that well i know you, you haven't seen the movie but do the requiem for a dream soundtrack yeah, i mean sure. clint mansell god will just wreck your life for mm-hmm. a day mm-hmm. but 
if, if I were recommending one to listen to, listen to Ocean's 12. I actually like Ocean's 12, but that soundtrack is better than that movie. Just yeah. on its own. And they don't put dialogue clips all over it. So. Yay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I think we have one more. We could do a whole show on soundtracks, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I could talk yeah. all day. Yeah. All right. Got a couple black exploitation related ones since guess what's next month? Yes. Black exploitation <laughs> history month. Wonderful yep. time the of third, the year. Yes, it's our Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> the there, third annual. There'll be yafficados and plenty of hoes. <laughs> I don't know if there'll be yafficados. There will be no, will no kodos. There will be Jim Browns. Though. Mm-hmm. Or a Jim Brown movie. Yeah, so we got it picked. We we have a we have a solid list, a couple alternates. I, I think we've. Are we going to fit a fifth in? Oh yeah. Okay. Yes, we are. <laughs> Good. Good. That's what I like to hear. All right. So uh, first one is Blair. Uh, tells us, and this is you can tell. Hold this. Says, tells it, ludicrous Kringle. It says greetings, Bamfcast. This is Blair from Florida writing in again. I just wanted to say, I hope the hosts and listeners of the show all had a nice holiday season. And everyone got a present from Ludacris Kringle. <laughs> I'm excited for Black Exploitation History Month three to be a thing next month, and hopefully, at least one of the films involves Jim Kelly due to him passing away last summer. Something like the wackiness of Black Belt Jones would be great. Blair sent from my pimped out sleigh. Blair, you might be, you might be right on the money. <laughs> I've been kind of wondering why we haven't done that one. Yeah, yet, so. it's it, that's one of the the, the strong. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're going to do a Jim Kelly movie, yeah, got to do Black Belt Jones. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, also, Jody writes in and says, uh, "Hey guys, hope you have a happy New Year. Want to get my recommendation for Black Exploitation Month in early for your consideration? Cleopatra Jones from 1973. <laughs> the tagline says it all. She's ten miles of bad road. There's also the sequel, <laughs> Cleopatra Jones the Casino of Gold from 1975." Ten always more be- miles. Always bet on black. <laughs> looking forward to Bamcast 2014, Jody. So Wesley Snipes stole that. That's what you're yeah, saying. That's what it looks like. Mm. Well, Jody, uh, Jody you might may be right, right on the money. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, I mean, God, I'd love. I, I can't wait. Really, I, I speaking of soundtracks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fucking hell. Slaughter, especially. Yeah, Slaughter, Jesus. Truck Turner. Almost all of them. I mean, even Monkey Hustle had a great soundtrack. Yes, it we, does. we weren't crazy about that movie, but that soundtrack. The soundtrack is really awesome. good. I remembered another one on cassette. Oh yeah, we co-owned yeah. the uh, Ninja Turtles. My sister and I co-owned the Ninja Turtles two soundtrack. Secret of the Ooze. Yeah. Two. You said you said two, didn't you? Yeah. Ooze. That was the that one. That's the one with Go Ninja. Go Ninja. Go, yeah. It's got Ninja Rap. Ninja Rap, dude. Yeah, that's own that. the one. That's and the like one you April's want. April's theme or something. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the only there's only one track that mattered. Yeah. yeah. The rest of it was garbage. Well, it was. Hey, let's not throw labels around. And I'd venture to say hot garbage. Well, if you know what I mean. I do. Which Mm. is hot garbage. Mm. It's warm and it smells worse. Mm -hmm. Hot garbage. Yep. Yeah. So, contact information time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. But, yeah, first up, contest. Oh, yeah. Hey. We, We have a copy. Right here. Yes. Full frame DVD. <laughs> Whoa. Yes, sir. Uh, movie we were thrilled by tonight, Plato's Run. And all we request is that you leave a comment on this episode's Facebook post. Mm-hmm. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, some point. Check it out before we record next week. And uh, just uh, comment on the Facebook page on that episode, and we'll draw a name from there. How do they get to the Facebook page? www.facebook.com slash bmfcast. Sweet. That's right. 
even easier if you want to connect with us on all the social platforms is to go to our website, which is bmfcast.com, and click one of the buttons on the right-hand side. Mm. Click the donate button twice. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's just my way of reminding you that it's there, and we okay. like money. Um, Help us pay for hosting. Right. Helps us and, pay for hosting and... Speak. And postage, if we have to mail <laughs> and postage. a DVD yeah. somewhere. If you win, please donate the postage. <laughs> 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 Dicks like that. (laughs) If not, we will choose another winner. Um, But no. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. You're disqualified. You're disqualified. (laughs) Not following the rules. No purchase necessary. Void. We're prohibited. Right. No, it's not a purchase. It's a donation. Oh. Yeah. Details inside. So everyone donate postage. And (laughs) And maybe you'll win. If you have donated postage, (laughs) we might let you win. That's not true. Uh, None of this this is true, except for the fact that bmfcast.com is our website. There are buttons on the right-hand side. Um Many of them are social related, so you can connect with us. One of them is a donate button so mm-hmm. that you can help us pay for our, our expenses like hosting and uh, hookers. And um, then give us a call to the Garfield phone, 910-556-9263, 910-5-JOCKS-BMF. Um, Garfield is lazy and lays around all day, so give him something to do besides eat all of our Lasagna. <laughs> sage words. Mm. Right. You can put sage in Lasagna, too. You can. Mm. It's not that great, though. It's just a little bit. Just a hint. Yeah. Just a... Can't overdo it. A skosh. Skosh, yeah. Skosh. Pinch, maybe. No, not even a pinch. Ooh. Just a... Just a... Just a dusting. Dust. <laughs> oh, you, just look anyway. at the, you just look at the lasagna and you go, sage. <laughs> <laughs> no, you put sage, and, sage and then you look at the lasagna and go, shade. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. That's sexy lasagna time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Wouldn't it be oh. shade? What? what? <laughs> no. Shage. Mr. Loverman. Remember that hit oh, from take, the 90s? Take that, gotta catch that trade, right? Yeah. 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 Anyway. Anyway, let's get out of here, shall we? Yes, please. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And I'm Chuck. And this is Banffcast Out. Banffcast Out.